One thing I, um, we're going to open up this scripture together, but before we do, I just mention um, the Adventure Zone. Have you got a little slide there? Look at that uh, magnificent um, picture. Sheldon said the other day when he was announcing this, he said, um, Ron Shravermaid, who's there in the middle, um, looks pretty outrageous and wild there, but he's actually more so in real life. And uh, <laughs> here's Ron and Pam, they're, they're with us today. And, um, and we've got this um, Adventure Zone Kids Summer Kids Club on the 16th, 17th and 18th uh, here in the building. Um, yeah, it's exciting to uh, have a kids club running here and uh, so there's an enthusiasm and excitement about that. Uh, if you'd like to spread the word about that, we'd love you to for kids uh, year one to six and um, yeah, I'm excited about having that as well. And don't forget about once, uh, Wagga's Monster Garage Sale uh, coming up Yeah, each year. Yeah, it's a wonderful time of community across the churches actually in Wagga. So yeah. Usually when I um, preach, I've, I notice in myself, like it's just what I notice about myself, is that I've got a, um, a deep desire for people who have not known the life of Christ in their hearts and in their, the deepest part of their, their souls to know him, to encounter Christ. And so... It's often what I notice about myself, I've got this longing that Christ um, would be found by those who have not found him yet. This morning, actually, I, I really want to deliberately change my tone because I want to speak to believers this morning. And I, the, in a group like this, there'll be some here that aren't yet believers and um, I'm thankful that you're here. Um, but I, I really just want to, we're gathered in a circle here and we're gathered uh, as those who have trusted in him, known him, love him, been changed by him. And I just want to encourage you. Um, that's my aim. My aim this morning is to encourage you as we um, move out of 2018 and into 2019. My desire is that, w- that you would be strengthened because we need strengthening. Each one of us, where. We're moving into 2019, probably where um, difficulties will face us, difficulties will face the church of Jesus, uh, difficulties will face us as individuals. And so I'm just wanting, that's my aim, is to strengthen you, um, that as we go into this year, uh, that, that you and, and I and we all together would be strengthened. So let me pray and we'll look at this scripture together. If Father, um, we're praying, Lord, for strength now. Um, Lord, I, pray, I think of that prayer that, that Paul prayed. It's popping into my mind again where he prays um, that you would be strengthened through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ might dwell in your heart by faith. So I'm just praying for these believers here this morning. Lord, those that have tasted of you, not only tasted, but they have known you. Lord, that now uh, as we move from one year to another, you would come in your own unique way, in your own powerful way, 
and bring strength, please. Um, there's needs here that I don't even know about, but there's needs in this room uh, and there are hidden needs and some very public needs, but I'm just asking, Holy Spirit, would you come uh, and take this word and bring strength uh, to the deepest parts of these, these children of Christ, these, those that have loved him and known him. Yeah, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So Di read for us from John chapter 6. And it was about Jesus coming as bread from heaven, the bread of God, the living bread. And that's where we're going to just together meditate uh, this morning on Jesus as, as the bread from heaven. And the first thing that I just want to talk about is that Jesus comes to us, comes to us as bread. I want to think with you about that. That Jesus comes to us as bread. He says, I am the bread of God that comes down from heaven. Bread. Nearly everyone this morning, you've probably had your breakfast and you've eaten something and you've probably drunk something and you've eaten for the nourishment and the strengthening of your physical bodies. Without that nourishment, without that strengthening, your body um, will wither and die. You need, it's, it's, you need, people are in hospital dying because their stomachs aren't working and 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 we need we need the bread we need the nourishment and jesus says i am the bread i've come down from heaven as the bread come down from heaven from the bread i was just uh, reminded some of you are old enough to remember this probably many of you actually are old enough to remember this but in 19 well so you'll correct me actually probably but and I don't mind you yelling out and correcting me how I got this wrong but in 1985 all these famous si singers got together for a kind of a live aid concert thing and they sang um, this song and it was we are the world we are the children we are the ones who will make a brighter day. So let's start giving. Uh, there is a choice we're making. We're saving our own lives. It's true, we'll make a better day, just you and me. And so we're saving our own lives and we'll make a better day, you and me. And Jesus says, actually, the world can't save itself. The humanity can't actually save itself. It can't save itself. He says, I've come down from heaven. It's got to be from heaven. If, 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 if the bread does not come from heaven, then there's no bread in this world that will really ultimately sustain us and, and, and enable us to live. So he comes as the bread from heaven. And if you think of, of, of bread, that means that Jesus is coming to be consumed, to be eaten. To give himself to be eaten and consumed. 
Do you know we live in a consumer society and we're sort of always consuming things, we're gobbling this up and taking that and we want this and we're consumer society. But Jesus comes to give. Totally different. He totally give different. He, he comes just to totally give, give himself to be eaten. To, to, comes down from heaven as bread for our life. He came to give himself away. And in 2019, as we move into 2019, dear brothers and sisters, if you have got Christ living in your heart, you are going to need to feed on this bread. You're going to need him. You're going to need him. Notice, secondly, that Jesus not only comes down to us as bread, but Jesus invites us to come to him. He invites you to come to him, to come to him. Whoever comes to me will never get hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. There's an invitation. If you set up a dinner party and there you've got this big spread of food and you send out the invitations and you say, come, come, come and eat, then Jesus is putting an invitation out to us saying, will you come? I've got this bread for your strengthening, for your encouragement so that you will not die I've got bread, come, I'm the bread, and I'm inviting you. He who comes to me will not go hungry, never be hungry. There is a hunger in the, there's a hunger that we have for our bodies, you know, we've all felt it, oh, I'm really hungry, I want to grab something, we're going to gobble it down, and, and we, we've got a hunger. But that there is a hunger of the human heart, the deepest hunger, the ultimate hunger of all, a spiritual hunger by which no human will ever ultimately live unless they, they have this, this hunger satisfied by bread that comes from heaven. There is a hunger. And Jesus is saying, will you come and satisfy the deepest longing, the ultimate longing of your soul? I've got it spread out for you. I've got the bread. I've got the bread. It's a deeper need than our physical body. I'm the bread of life. Wow. Wow. I'm the bread of life. You know, when you go into a restaurant, my biggest problem is that I look at this complicated, and I just, I just can't choose. There is just so much, and so, so delicious, and so many things. But, but Jesus is saying, I'm unique. I'm the bread of life. I'm the only bread that will you, that you will, by which you will live forever. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread. I've come down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever.
will live forever. Michael Green used to say, Jesus is not the sugar for your coffee. Some people take it. Yeah, some people don't. You can do without it. You don't have to have it. He said, Jesus is the bread of life. And without him, you are perishing. He's the bread of life. Do you know, if brothers and sisters, believers, those who have known Christ, you've got the bread of life in you. You've got the bread of life. Other people have never tasted it and they're perishing. They're dying for for the want of the bread of life. But Christ is the bread. He's the bread of life. Do you remember Moses? It says here that Moses gave you manna in the wilderness. Some of you know that story. That is that God early on took a people, the people of Israel, out of slavery in Egypt and bring them into the wilderness. Now, what's the first problem that you encounter if you've got a nation of people in the wilderness? The first problem is how to feed them. You've got a big problem, God. You've got this massive problem. You can't feed or water these people because you're in the desert and, and you, got, you, you can't feed them. And so God, in his providence, sent manna. In the scriptures it says it was like something like coriander. So every day they would come down. It was like bread from heaven, come down, and they collect this manna and they'd eat this food and it would sustain them. But listen to what, what Jesus says about that bread that came from heaven. He says... Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. Sure, sure, they, 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 had, they had manna coming down from, the, from, from God and they gobbled it up and they, they were strengthened by that in their physical body, but they died. And Jesus' claim is stupendous. He's saying... But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. It's an incredible claim. And it's yours, ever living, because you've tasted the bread from heaven. You won't die. You won't die. A life-giving food. Live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. This bread is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. It alludes to Jesus dying on the cross, giving his life, his flesh, just dying dying on the cross. Do you know, everything that we do, maybe you think it's an exaggeration, maybe it is, but everything that we do is to save our life. I put on my, I lock my, actually I don't lock my doors at night, but, but you lock your doors at night. But why? To save yourself. You, you put on seatbelts. Um, why? Be, to, because you want to save your life. We've got occupational health and safety that drives us crazy. Why? Because we're trying to preserve our life. We're trying to save our life. Everything we're doing to save my life. And Jesus comes, why? To give his life. Just to totally give his life as bread. He's coming to give life. 
a life that if you eat it, and dear brothers and sisters, you have eaten of this bread. And he's given this bread that you might live. He goes to the cross to cover our sins, and his body is our bread of life. How do you eat the bread of life? How do you eat Jesus? Because we know, you know, we all know only too well of how to eat a bit of cake or a Boston bun or we, we know we, we don't have to be instructed in that. We know how to get our lips onto this bit of carbohydrate. We, we know how to do that. But how, how do you eat the bread of life? Jesus tells us, he says, very truly I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life. Whoever comes to me will not go hungry. Whoever believes in me will not go thirsty. And I take that coming and that believing to be the same thing. So, so what we've got to do is to be those that come to Christ. We, we, he spread out this banquet, his own self, his own self. And he spread it out for us. And now we come. And in 2019, there are going to be troubles and hardships and difficulties that face you. That you're going to, and, and, and Christ is saying, will you come? I've spread out myself and, and this is what I want you to do. Come to me. Come to me and believe in me. Do you know the biting of a, on a bit of bread with our mouths and the swallowing it and taking it in takes it very, very, very deep into the deepest part of who we are. It nourishes us. We get strength. And, and there is a, a similarity here whereby when we're coming to Christ, we are eating and taking by faith, believing in him, we're taking by faith Christ into the very deepest part of ourselves, his death, his rising, who is self. And we, we, by faith, trust him and it comes to us as life, as strength, as nourishment. So in this year coming, there's hardships facing you. There's all sorts of difficulties. You don't know what's going to come your way this year. And I'm just encouraging you, brothers and sisters, will you eat on this bread? Continue to eat. Be strengthened by him because he spread it all out for you for your hope, for your life, for our life. It happens on Sundays, even now, I hope, that you are being strengthened as we meditate on these words. And there's in deep in your heart, there's a feeding, a deep communion with the living God because you've known him. On Sunday, on, 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 on Bible study night, this feed when you're at home and you're opening your word that you're feeding as you're walking down the street you're trusting him again and saying lord i'm frightened i'm confused i'm disappointed i'm all these things but i'm coming to you because you are the bread you are the bread of life jesus says 
do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. Verse 27. Do not work for food that spoils. That's a problem for me. I'll tell you why. Because as well as being a pastor, I'm a farmer, and I work at times for food that spoils. And Jesus is saying, David, I don't want you to do that. Kind of. <laughs> um, there, there is hunger in our hearts, a hunger, deep, deep hunger in all human beings, a hunger for success or a hunger for relationships or a hunger for money or if sometimes a hunger for addictions, a hunger, 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 hunger. And we can work for it. We can just toil for it. I want a bigger house. I want a bigger bank account. I want my addictions met. I, I'm searching. I'm working. I'm, I want my hungers met. And Jesus says, do not, do not work for food that will never satisfy it will be hopeless it will be you'll never you'll never actually ultimately be satisfied but work for the food that endures to eternal life which the son of man will give you <laughs> give you it's a gift it's a searching searching for this magnificent gift. In other words, when we come to Jesus, we're not depending on, you're not depending, you've got various of you. I look around this room, I think of all the skills that you've got and all the abilities to, and, and you can apply those and you can depend on all your skills and abilities to satisfy your own needs. I've got this ability, I've got this skill, and I'm just going to satisfy my needs. And Jesus says, don't do that. Will you just come to me and depend on me for provision, for a provision, just a provision. I'm spreading the food out for you and I myself will provide for you. One last thing. Jesus promises to raise us up on the last day. I'll read it for you. All those the Father gives me will come to me, verse 37, and whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. For I've come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I should lose none of all those he has given me, but raise them up on the last day. So Jesus says, all those, whoever comes to me, I will never drive them away. I was thinking this morning at the first service, sometimes I'm sitting on my veranda and in an old lounge suite and um, the dog comes to me and I don't want the dirty old dog there. I said, go away, just go away, go away. Drive the dog away. But Jesus says, if anyone would come to me, I will never, ever, ever, ever drive them away. It is his promise. 
It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what disappointments or failures or brokenness that is in your life, that whoever will come to me, I will never drive them away. That's the promise of Jesus. I'll never drive you away. And I will lose none of those that the Father has given me. In other words, Jesus actually says, I'm under instruction. The Father, in private counsel with my Father, he told me, Son, I want you to go and I want you to lose none of those that I give you. And Jesus says, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to lose any, not even one. So if anyone comes to Christ... He will not lose you. He'll not lose you. He will hold on to you. He will, he, will, he will keep you. It is his ministry of keeping. That's what he does best, is keeping anyone that comes to him. Those that have eaten of the bread of life, he will keep you. That's what he'll do. And raise you up on the last day. Now, we can think of the last day of school, and it's pretty exciting when you're a kid. Last day of school. Or you might even think of the last day of year 12, and you think, oh, school is over, the last day. Or maybe you think of the last day in your working, and it's retirement, and that's my last day. Or maybe you think of the last day of your life, and you breathe your last, it's your last day. But this is the last day, the last day of all history, a day where, where God will roll things up and everything will come to completion. And on that day, anyone that has trusted in the bread of life, who has eaten in the bread, he will raise them up. He, notice the authority of this man. Notice the power of this man. Me, you, who are broken and we're dying, but he says, if you eat this bread... He'll raise you up. And so in 2019, when difficulties come and hardships come and, and you're worried and you're troubled, please remember there's things that will crush you. Bitterness that this thing that I started and I thought I was complete, it didn't work out. This hope and this dream that I thought I had and it's gone. They're all disappointments. They crush us down. But Jesus' promise is on that last day, he will not crush you down. He will raise you up. He will raise you up. And all the pain and hardship of this world will be gone. So my encouragement to you, dear brothers and sisters that have seen and tasted of the bread from heaven. Can you imagine that? God thinking, I know what I'm going to do for these people. I'm going to send them some bread. I'll send them some bread. My own son giving himself that they might live. And I'm just encouraging you to continue to feed on that bread, to trust in the Lord, and to know that no matter what comes, he will raise you up with extraordinary authority on that last day. And we need to live in our lives as those who have that hope. Let me pray. Lord, thank you for the bread. 
thank you for the bread. Thank you for the bread. Father, the bread of heaven, your own son giving himself to us. Thank you that we can feed on him and live forever and be raised up on the last day. And I'm praying for us all, Lord, that as we move into 2019, that we would be encouraged, we'd be nourished by the truth of Christ, that we'd be empowered and strengthened, even when great hardships and difficulties, let's say even if persecutions rise against the Christians and the Christian, that we would, we would have this beautiful strength that's rising within us and we can live for you in joy. Let's say there's individuals here, Lord, that will face hardships and difficulty in health or in finances or in relationships. Lord, I'm just praying that each time we would be people that um, are eating this precious bread, the bread from heaven. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.